The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Yes, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast and finally for the first time in probably this year... We might have done one with Colby, which is a one-off, but first time this cricket season, Stephen's actually back in the studio, not on the phone. Stephen, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Matthew. It's a pleasure to be able to see you, smell you, and maybe, maybe even later embrace you. Who knows? Okay. Uh, wearing a Canberra Raiders shirt, just thought it was fitting for the occasion. Yeah, up the milk. And what's the, what's the beanie about? Oh, it's the Perth Dog Refuge oh, in nice. Shenton Park. Big fan. Yeah, good little Very refuge. Nice. Yeah. Um, first time guest we've got on the show today. Uh, I'll go through his stats before we, we announce him. We've got his Kenwick stats here. Um, 15 matches, uh, high score of 85, uh, best bowling of 2 for 14, 348 runs, 350s, one dark, two not outs, three wickets for the club, and it's uh, Vep for his first ever time. Welcome. Welcome. Cheers. Thanks for having me, boys. Pleasure to be here. Uh, very exciting, your first time. Uh, before Kenwick, Riverton Juniors? That's that? correct, yeah, Riverton yeah. Juniors. So a lot of the boys from that team that we play, uh, came here with, um, we started the juniors there together. All from Riverton? Yeah. Did, a lot of those boys went on to Willerton, didn't they? Yeah, there's um, the good ones went to districts the there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so juniors, and I stopped um, in 09-10, so coming back to Kenwick was almost a decade difference from stopping cricket. And decade difference? Didn't take you long to, to get going again, mate. <laughs> uh, I think the first few games were a bit, uh, how are you going? Um, <laughs> um, I can remember from the fourth grade games, I filled in for you. Um, with you, Kempi. Um, but yeah, nah, a bit of training and getting back into a bit of muscle memory, I suppose, there. But I wish it only took me about five or six games <laughs> to turn into a batsman. Yeah, I wish I had a high score of 85 for the club. <laughs> now, before we get, delve into uh, VEP in a very deep and personal way, we'll go through a few of the games from the last couple of weeks, because I believe it's two weeks now that we've missed. Yeah, we've been a little bit ad hoc with our recordings, yeah. but I think you and I are going to... It's like This is like a marriage, and this podcast is, is a child, really, and we need to put time and energy into it. So let's let's. Well, we're going to record, and then you went, you went gallivanting off to Melbourne and left the cub in, I guess, anarchy. So I left it in your capable hands, Mr. President. Oh, 11 A's, 11 B's. All you guys here, both you guys are <laughs> running away. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> yeah, look, all that sort of malarkey. Uh, now, let's have a look at, we'll have a look at, uh, it would have been, I think, round three for the one day is maybe round four for the other grades, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a look at, uh, we'll have a look at the S first in uh, round three. They, uh Took on Thornley. Uh, Thornley, a pretty strong side. Uh, Kenwick bowled well early on. They had uh, Thornley in a little bit of trouble, two for nine, then three for 42. But uh, unfortunately, one of their batsmen did get away, some bloke by the name of Clark, and uh, they managed to get nine for 181, which proved too much for Kenwick, unfortunately. Uh, a few of the wicket takers, Andre Hale with three for 34, pretty handy from the Hailstorm. Connor McDermott, two for as well, and Donnie with two, uh, which was the impetus for him to go to sixth grade the next week. Yeah, natural year. progression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in the batting, there wasn't uh, too much to speak of. We got rolled for 81, unfortunately. Uh, on debut, though, uh, Karen Thakor with, with 20, so uh, hopefully he continues that form as the season progresses. Yeah, and uh, extras really doing their part with 27. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Uh, that was probably the most uncompetitive the S have been this year. So we'll look at their round four now, then we'll go through the two weeks for all the other teams as well. Sounds good. Uh, round four, this is probably the closest game for the S this season. They bowled uh, Kells got out for 162. A uh, few of the wicket takers there. Jack Mills with uh, his best figures for the season so far, three for 26 off his six overs. And then Zach Hale took off the gloves and took three for 12. So, Man after my own heart. Yeah, looking look uh, at what you were doing in sixth grade there, Kemp. And Thought I can do that better. <laughs> they did take till 57 to get the first wicket, so they did drag it back to keep it to 162. Yeah, great job. Uh, they got us to a good start with the bat, and I thought they were potentially on their way to a win. They were sitting uh, they were sitting about one for 50 and then two for 80, but unfortunately the wickets fell and they fell short. Jack Mills at the end, nine not out, trying to get him over the line there. He's top score for the club as well, so... Very close to double figures. Great day for Milsey. It was. It was. Uh, looking at the uh, one-day Bs, we had a forfeit on the weekend, so we didn't play. 
Uh, but in round three, uh, we took on Cannington and unfortunately lost, only making 111 with the bat. We did have Cannington in a lot of trouble at seven for 36. It wasn't enough because they got the runs, so they finished eight for 115. The one that got away. It was the one that got away, but uh, unfortunately it's been the tail every week. We just don't make enough runs and have to bowl real well to win games, so hopefully some runs come next week. Uh, looking at fourth grade, uh, another win for, for them against Cannington in the second week. They defended 225, Cannington making 138, and then Kenwick coming back in and making one for 45 as well. Uh, some of the wicket takers, uh, Ian Archibald in the wickets again, of course. Uh, all over, I believe he took a fourfer. So the man the the legend. As he normally Take does. Fourfers are fun. Yeah, he does. He loves it. And I, I believe I heard he had five or six catches dropped as well. Oh, rough. That could have been eight or nine on the cards. surprise me. So he could have had a really, really big day, but uh, a great performance nonetheless, and fourth grade remained undefeated. And he continued this week, eight for 305 for Kenwick against Williton. And you're saying it wasn't too easy up front, but you had to do a lot of work to get through that, and then the runs came. Yeah, their opening uh, pair of bowlers were pretty good with their new ball, good line and length. Um, it was pretty hard to sticking out with it there. But, um, yeah, it was slow going initially. I think the first 10 overs we only got... 30-odd runs, 30, 40 runs. Yeah, okay. So it was quite slow. And then we tied them out, got them a bit frustrated. They kept moving the field around. Then the runs started coming in the back end. So batting out the 75 was huge. Uh, Chatty with a, uh, his first ever 100 as well. Me and Tom, I just got there as he was in the 90s, so we're pretty happy to make it. But how old did he bat? Oh, yeah, it was, he was good out there. Um, good. Um, I batted out there with him for a bit as well, and he just kept the positivity up there as I well, just stay out there as long as we could as well. Um, low score, high score for him as well. So, um, yeah, just starting off the season with 100, just <laughs> as you do. Yeah. One thing Chatty did say to me, Kemp, and you'd know this from playing a lot of cricket with him over the last few years, he goes, oh, it was real nice going in there at two for 100 instead of two for 10, <laughs> which he normally does. So he's used to going in when we're in a lot of trouble. So Yeah, he, he would be confused. He's like... This isn't how cricket is played. <laughs> this is against the rules. Uh, and even though you weren't one of the big scorers, because Rav made 80, but you got a 50 as well, Bert. Yeah, um, as I mentioned before, a bit of a slow strike rate, but I guess just the bit of the Pajara drive and roll, I guess, <laughs> just trying to like take the, just kind of frustrate the opposition out a bit. Uh, that's why I was a bit slow initially, but um, I think that helps in the back end because yeah. they brought on new bowlers to try different um, strategy, I suppose, and then that's where we got to um, get on top of them there and get a bit more runs going on the board and then that total score of 300 plus is huge yeah for sure and hopefully you'd back yourselves in to defend that next week yeah um, our bowling lineup I'd say is evidently probably stronger than our batting lineup at the moment um, wow, so I'd say yeah especially after last week's performance as well where constrained him pretty well um, there. so I don't see any issues as long as we just keep our um, heads up and just keep you can't take any opposition lightly These yeah. the Wilton blokes are pretty decent as well in batting um, so just got to Keep it up there. So. Yeah. Should we go through the votes the last two rounds? And then yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't talked about we haven't talked about sixth grade, um, and that's maybe oh, for the last week. Let's, that's let's maybe just probably over round three. <laughs> yeah, round three. Yeah. Look, uh, said the better. Oh, unfortunately, they went. They just went down. I did predict that they'd give it a good shake. Um, I was mistaken. I mean, look, looking at the positives uh, in that round three clash, uh, in their second innings, they did score one run more than they were bowled out for yeah, the first yeah. innings. Denny got a bit of time in the middle. Sheep got a bit more time in the middle. Yeah, Exactly. So let the good time. And Dan Jackson, second inning, seven not out. Mm. So He's building. He's <laughs> finding some he's, form. He's going he's gonna to come with a vengeance. I, w- I would assume so. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, quick, we'll go through through the votes. So who did you have for not this round gone but the round b- before, Stephen? That's a fantastic question, Matthew. Uh, we discussed on the on the drive-in not a lot going on in round three for, <laughs> for, for, for the weeks, but uh, one vote uh, I gave to, to Tony Wright. Yep. Got 25 in a losing cause, and I think that was... Well, if you took took sundries out of it, he probably scored half the runs himself. Yeah, uh, and he uh, took a catch, uh, which, as we know, is is a hard thing to do in cricket because we drop so many. Yeah, it was off me actually. He took the catch. Yeah, unfortunately, Spud did drop another couple of catches, which is very very unlike him. Mm, he hasn't a- worn the gloves for a long time. Yeah, well, look, hey, even even more praise to the man for for doing the job. Um, my one vote, I went. Uh, even though he's always late, I went with Sean Collingwood. Uh, even though that sixth grade side struggled, it seemed like he 
batted a fair bit of time in the first innings, one of the, the few, and then came back in the second innings and scored a few runs to build up a bit of his confidence. So I uh, gave him the one vote. Yeah, that ties nicely into my my two votes was uh, Sheep as well. And we scored 89 runs for the game, not including sundries. Uh, well, Sheep scored 39 of those 89 runs in by himself. Oh. Um, so bad day for the club, but, uh, you know, Props There's to always a positive. He, he gave it a Gary go. He did. Uh, your My two votes, uh, I went with Dylan Clements from the One Day Bees. Unfortunately, his last game with us for the season because Midland Guilford said they want him back. I was tempted to go into my cricket and just play these stats, but uh, yeah, he bowled extremely well. He's been injured and hasn't played since like the last round last season and first ball back from a broken collarbone and he cartwheeled the bloke's middle stump and I went, this is all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, you, you're good. Yeah, bowled real well. So unfortunately, I uh, won't see him for a little bit. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah, look, uh, maybe he will. If he enjoys his time at the Wicks, maybe he'll be yeah. back. Um, your three votes? Um, the, the most beautiful man in all the cosmos. Uh, Angad Mangat. Yep. He uh, two for twenty-two, I believe it was, off thirteen overs. Yep. And you just know he bowls rockets. It's aesthetically, it's very pleasing. There's a lot. There's it's trappings for the eyes, the ears, the mouth, the nose. Who? who it's everything. Uh, my three votes. I went with uh, debutante Karen Thakur. Yeah. Made okay. twenty with the bat. Um, also agreed to take the gloves when Zach said, "Does anyone want to keep?" And he said, "Oh yeah, I'll do it." And then I said to Zach, "I said, you know this bloke can bop." And he goes, "No." And I'm like, "Yeah." He's probably, probably the best out of that lot that came down. Looked real good in the nets. He's a triple threat. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, he can bowl. And he goes, well, he doesn't tell me anything. I said, well, just, just bowl him. Give him the ball. Mm. Jack so, of all trades, eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, he looked real good at training. I was surprised he hadn't been bowling. And that's why. He keeps taking the gloves. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and then uh, your four votes, Stephen. Uh, to the senior hailstorm, Andre yeah. Hale. Three for 34 off his seven and a catch, which, again, as I previously alluded to, difficult to come by in those lower grades. Yep. And I'll, the higher grades. I went four votes Andre Hale as well. And Boom. when he gets it right, he's pretty dangerous. I had a couple of years there where I was open bowling him in the one day S. Just puts on a nice spot. Has an interesting action. Batsmen don't like it. Little wobble? Yeah, yeah. Just a little slap and pickle? around, yeah. yeah. Uh, your five votes, I think it's pretty obvious who it is. Oh, look. I've, I'm the number one ticket holder in uh, Ian Archibald Incorporated. I'm, I'm probably the biggest fan of that man. And there, there I said it, he gets five votes. Yeah, I went with Ian as well. Yeah. I was um I got pretty pretty drunk on Saturday night and I messaged him like you're really good I want you to play for Kenwick but you should go play turf he goes nah Kenwick's too good I'll stay here <laughs> I went thanks don't leave oh my man my um man. what about if we jump into the next round Stephen who did you did you have any honourable mentions before you get into your votes or uh that's a that's a good question let me have a, a quick squeeze uh, I do and this is probably pretty harsh um honourable mention to Brad Hurst oh uh, yeah he bowled well yeah three for nineteen off. 18 and a half overs, and I think 18 of those were bowled on the trot. I would also say I think he's going to like go to another level in a couple of weeks when he gets used to bowling on Astro again. Yeah, it still was, bowls a bit back of a length. Mm, it was evident to me that he's working, he's working yeah. through it. But yeah, still exceptionally well. And to be honest, nice having him at the other end because <laughs> blokes try and keep him out and then have a go at me. So yeah, yeah very handy. Um, yeah, he, he's one of my honourable mentions as well. Another one of my Honourable mention to was very close to getting the votes for only a six not out, but I thought he did a phenomenal job. Aman at the yeah, top of the order, good shout, good young shout. fella. Darbs as well, like they bowled real well early, and they just sort of saw him off. And to be numb for twenty seven at stumps, that's halfway to the score and ten wickets in the shed. So you've got to be happy with that. Yeah. And on the back of being rickrolled for forty four, yeah, yeah, being numb for twenty seven at stumps is good times. I also gave another honourable mention to Karantha Core again. Opened the batting. Yeah, made thirty eight. Took the gloves again. Didn't have a bowl, so he's he's doing it all. Um, I think he's going to go to another level very soon. So maybe maybe we could get that. him up the grades if we need keepers. Look, maybe I don't I, I don't know. I I see him in the nets. He's out of that group. That they brought four mates down, and he was the best bowler out of a lot of them. He looks a real scallywag, if you ask me. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, real larrikin. Uh, who got your one vote? Uh, Connor Breed. Oh, that's a good shout. That's came, a great came, shout. Came down to the ground and subfielded for us basically all day. Man is a fucking weapon in the field. Yeah. And, yeah, just did the business. That's a great shout. I'm, I'm disappointed I didn't have him in my honourable mentions and probably should have given him a vote. But I went one vote Jack Mills. Yeah. Uh, nice. Three for 26. Um, he's top scorer nine. He looked real good in the nets on Thursday, and I thought maybe, maybe he's found something. And Andre actually said to me on the Sunday, he goes, look, Jack... 
Jack looked good. I was trying to get him back on strike to get us over the line. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, Millsy got the one vote there. Yeah, look, you and I have very similar wavelengths. Millsy gets my two votes. Yep, very nice. Yep, a lot of time for the young man. Uh, my two votes uh, went to UVEP, 50, very handy. Uh, not as recognised because of the other top scores, but I'm sure it was a, a building block for the team to get to 300, so we'll lock that in. No, cheers, no, I appreciate it. But, yeah, no, it was a, a help the team where I can, eh? Yeah, very good. Uh, your three votes? Now, we didn't actually conspire prior to <laughs> prior to recording this. Vep gets my three votes. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've whinged and carried on about it. Blokes who bat time in two-day cricket set it up and make and make the team get into a winning position. And facing 129 rocks and actually getting some runs, unlike some other hacker who did it last year in that grade, yeah, sensational effort. Um, off topic, still cricket, but um, and I, so I suppose we can talk about. But I, I did see in the Shield that debutante for Victoria made 190 of 333 balls, and I thought Stephen would really get around. Yeah, that. big time, young yeah. 20 year old. Yeah, and and red as well. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's handy. Uh, my three votes went to Rav for his 80 odd. Uh, just look, he. I'm sure it's not with ease, but he looks like he does it with ease. He looks like he does it so so easily. I just thought there was another 100 on the way. I think I looked at his lowest score for the season so far. I was in the 30s. So he's in uh, great form. So, yeah, he got my three votes. Yeah, Raf got my four votes. And uh, my four votes, uh, yourself, 6 of 16. Had, yeah. to, had to be in there. Huge. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, bowled well. Didn't even have to take the gloves this week because I guess they were in enough trouble that you could stay out of that Yeah, it was a good, good time. And I probably couldn't probably couldn't move too much after, <laughs> after I bowled my overs. So. That's fair. That's fair. And, uh, look, we both got chatty as five, I assume. Yeah. yeah. I was like, can I get Archie in there? He did nothing. <laughs> he he might have scored. He probably doesn't mean scorebook, doesn't he? He does do a good scorebook. Honourable mention, Arch. I did. I think it was round one or two, and she said, nah, Archie, um, the school book's wrong. Archie's cooked the book. And I went, you're lying. He does some no. stuff up And how book. dare you? Shame. Like, yeah, you're a disgrace. Um, should we have a look at the, the games to come this round, and then we'll, we'll jump into more of that yeah, time? I'll have a look at it. Yep. Uh, fourth grade, obviously, in the second week of their game, and sixth grade in the second week of their game. Uh, in the Bs, uh, we're taking on Hilton Bicton at Hilton Park South, which is literally just up the road from here so maybe i'll just come and do a quick shift in the morning and, and head off yeah uh the one day s they've got their first home game finally yeah what's it round round five yeah. uh, they're yeah. going to take on rolly stone yeah the s for some reason play one of their first 10 at home and then just come home with a flurry of home games at the back end uh they do they do only play at harmony fields a week after so i guess that's, that's not far it's basically a home game um so yeah a couple of big games there i'm not sure where hilton victim sit on the ladder and s is it a winnable game they're in third but every game's winnable so the, the the s could easily be three and one they've been in in three of those games and had chances to win so hopefully a win's around the corner you think so surely oh it has to be that's not be. far off under the tutelage of senior and junior hailstorm oh yeah yeah um we'll have a quick look at the the juniors from the weekend, the under-11s, uh, under the leadership of uh, our, our new coach, Damon. Not not Damon who plays, a different Damon. He's the older brother of one of the, the girls in the team, so he's been uh, coaching them. So shout out to him. Wasn't a great day for the boys. So, uh, and girls. And girls, of course. But uh, the you, you, once you're out, you keep batting. So you bat your balls and then you, you retire. So <laughs> the Kenwick team... Uh, finished um, 23 for 53. So it was 23 wickets, unfortunately. Uh, didn't, didn't all go to plan. Um, top scorer there of uh, Rudra and Oliver with four each. Uh, four of the best. Cade with one, Marley with three, and Jash with one. So they really fought it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Williton then went on to make a really tough four, five for 243. Yeah, they're really grind that out didn't they yeah it's, it is tough for the lads because unfortunately a lot of these teams because we're in under they they've all played a whole year together and these guys are all new to cricket so it does make it tough but in terms of the wickets uh uh we had ariane take one Cade with two and uh marley with two as well so uh some handy figures there two for 11 from Cade, 
young junior Thompson. A little bit of safety when you see you know Thompson and then wickets in the uh, in the column. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he bolts with a little bit of a sling arm too. Oh yeah. You know, and Tommy just keeps going, get your arm up, Cade. <laughs> but uh, I, he, he's looked pretty good, Cade. He's probably one of our, our better players, and Cade took a catch there as well, so handy. Uh, Allegedly a stumping as well, which wasn't given. Yeah, not, really, yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah Tom, Tomo told me about that. Wow, we. And I said, Cade, look, mate, you just got to learn young. They don't give them. <laughs> um, unfortunately for my team, uh, they, were, they were pretty disappointing, unfortunately. Uh, we batted first, only made 111. Uh, top score again, Caleb, 36, coming off his 40-odd from the week before. Just didn't have any help, unfortunately. Uh, the only other player to get to double figures was Aman, who made 14. Tanuj batted 49 balls for nine, so so fought it out. But right, that. was the last wicket to fall. And, yeah, just didn't have enough support from the boys. And, uh, look, if we bowled well, we still thought we could defend it. But, unfortunately, I thought we bowled horribly. Uh, <laughs> bowled far too short. The only one who bowled nice and full was Caleb, and his figures reflected that with six over three for 14. Uh, the rest of the boys, unfortunately, just didn't bowl good areas. Uh yeah, one for 37 for Tanuj from three overs. Uh, one for 26 for Zach from three overs. None for 36 for Aman from five. Yeah, the boys just didn't didn't bowl well. I was pretty disappointed. Shopping Versace. Yeah, the, the, the top, the opening batsman, uh, Shankara for them, made 62 off 40, and we just kept bowling short, four sixes, three fours. And Yikes. It wasn't, wasn't a good day, but hopefully we bounce back next week. It is a little bit tougher this year because it's 16, 17s combined, so there's a lot of guys who are nearly 18 playing. and You've got a couple of boys who are 14 going 15. Yeah, pretty much. So semi-final last year, but I think we're going to struggle this year, but we'll, we'll see if we can get a win over the next couple of weeks. Good year of development for the boys. Mm, very true. Uh, next week they have uh, Les Murdy at uh, Mazenod, so... Les well, Murdy usually pretty strong. Scene of the crime in the uh, semi-final last year. If it I'm is. Mistaken. It was. Uh, it wasn't a good day that either. No, it was not. <laughs> All right. Well, Vet, we'll, we'll jump into a bit of you, mate. So we'll go through a few of these, uh, I guess, questions we've got uh very shortly but first of all how how did you get into cricket was it from under 10s or were a bit later or when when did you start uh, i started from my late cricket i think oh, i yeah, was nice. late in before all the under stuff occurred so your boundaries were like 30 meters out yeah. um yeah and um it started from there so literally a lot of the friend group that i was with and a couple of boys still play with us um started with me myself yeah um and then when i was playing like under when i got to i think it was under eight or under nines when it started playing mm-hmm out there um a lot of those boys are from school um and then it was more just for a social aspect thing while playing something i love so it's a two for one thing and that's another reason why i still play it to be honest it's fantastic in that aspect but um yeah that's where the grassroots of where my cricket career i guess started from but um yeah we've probably looked already but did we play each other at all in june so yeah we had a chat about this before so i think you were playing for queen's park at this time um i'm pretty sure we rolled you guys but um probably we were <laughs> yeah. very good um but yeah our team usually made we never got the i think we never got the flag but we always made semis or like yeah. the final but um we always choked at the end oh. um but we had a a ripping team my half our, nearly half our team oh maybe a third of the team were playing district cricket growing up through the juniors as well yeah. um obviously you had the Ravs and um those guys playing there so yeah it was very useful um elevating our team there but it was um now a bunch of fun definitely weekends something i always look forward to especially i'm sure you boys as well growing up yeah, with school sure. kids did what what was the reason you, you stopped around the 15 16 17 mark just couldn't be bothered or had other things on your mind um so i kind of kind of a couple of things i suppose number one was probably a lot of the boys who were taking it quite seriously started playing district cricket and i i never got into a district team i did trial for south perth um districts and like I, it was a bit too serious for what i wanted to at the time i wasn't yeah, really thinking yeah. of it as a serious um aspect it wasn't the career i suppose i was going to go down to but um that was number one and then i guess number two i kind of started playing tennis instead as well so i did that for four to five years competitively so um yeah i did that um footy i finished at that time as well so um i was <laughs> pretty small built at that time as well so footy wasn't the best sport for me um but um yeah so tennis was till um latter part of high school for me and then kind of stopped sport for like a year or two and then um yeah eventually just only played social sport and then can we happened and um yeah glad it did it's it's been 
amazing. It's been good. How, how far did you get with your tennis? Um, I say competitively. I wasn't ever going to go to um, <laughs> Australian Open or anything or that. But um, I got to, like there's usually around like fourteen, fifteen divisions for an age group. So the highest I got to was a fourth division um, there. So um, it, I did take it pretty seriously, playing four to five times a week. But yeah, um, right. yeah it was it's a sport that I still try to play with my mates where I can outside um, cricket, but um, not as seriously anymore. Um, but yeah, it was. Not as yeah, probably I'll take it the same way as like I would do my other sports to be honest with like cricket. So I'm not at like state level or anything like that, but decent, decent level. All right, shall we jump into a few of these questions, well, Stephen? I've got a, I've got another question. Yeah, if that's all right with you. How did how did you getting to Kenwick come about from your perspective? Um, yeah, that's a good question actually. So I think it was a group of boys, like most of them like um, that have joined the club, they made like a group chat and um, at this point of time I actually really didn't know um, Shehan or Amesh, Amesh obviously at the club previously, but um, they kind of came together and wanted to make, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like a new grade of cricket, it was the sixth grade, I'm not sure if it was there before we got um, there, but um, yeah, and uh, initially I was a bit... Uh, with me, obviously, doing FIFA, I'm not here every other week, but I was a bit, ah, uh, uh, yeah, I'll see how I go. Kind of peter out the idea, but more I thought about it, I was like, ah, uh, yeah, no, you know what? I, I haven't played in a while, as I mentioned before, almost a decade, so give it a go. And, um, yeah, I haven't looked back ever since. It's been probably one of the best decisions I've made <laughs> recently. Um, it's, it's been a ball. It's been great. Nah, it's good to hear. Well, we're definitely happy to have you around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you used to bowl legs in, in juniors as well? Yeah, um, yeah, I did used to bowl leg spin. So um, it was my choice of spin. Um, I was probably influenced from my brother. So I've taught a brothers, but my middle brother was more into cricket. Um, and yeah, he bowls on peaches of leg spin. I try to get him back into cricket, but he's yeah, um, get him down. Yeah, I've told him. I'm like, <laughs> we, especially if we need numbers and all that. But um, is Vetti? Um, he he he's a bit tied up with work so he's struggling on weekends as well but um yeah he was the influence for me to start doing legs but he actually taught me how to do wrongins as well so um that's where i started my bowling i was actually a bowler more of a bowler when i was a youngin but yeah, um you're hoping that you'll get get a bowl again soon because you do spin them in the net so i i'm getting uh, it's been a while so it's, it's actually been better than it was last season last season it was like it was a full toss i was off the pitch but um it's definitely improved in the last few i've been definitely practicing a bit more in that space um but um especially there's a few decent spinners i mean arch is going to be your number one leg spinner so yeah. i'm pretty hard to take that um crown but yeah no, definitely in the two days um it, when i am here i'll hopefully get a couple of overs to break up um the play but yeah, yeah for sure coming from a long way back because then you got renewal as well and now chatty's playing and he's going to roll a few out yeah, maybe he's yeah. an option so uh, yeah, you're gonna have to come from a long way back. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I mean, again, good problem for the team. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess got to make my mark in the nets where I can. Do you want to go through your first question you've yeah. got written down there, Stephen? Yeah, thanks. I will. <clears throat> um, so I just so you know, I'm sure you've listened to the podcast before, but purposely write out to guys and just ask them to stitch you up as best as they can. Some some are good blokes and they don't. Um, others are coats. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see how that journey takes us. Uh, Chris Chadwick writes in. Uh, he said, tell him I'm sorry for dirtying his whites on the weekend. Yeah, still waiting for that beer. That's right. Chatty, cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he asked me to ask you what it's like to be the best looking bloke in Perth. Oh, jeez. Wow. That's rough. I thought Angat yeah, was the number one. In the, I'll take well, it, nice. but um, I'm flattered. Um, yeah, jeez. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's the best time I've had a compliment like that, so I don't know how to react. But um, nah, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll t- <laughs> that's all I can say. Uh, this one from Paddy, he asks, uh, you have a pretty serious exercise routine slash diet. Could you ask him how that's helped his cricket? Um, definitely, I guess. I take my fitness pretty seriously. So I guess with the fielding aspect, I, I try to keep as lively as possible as I can, just on my toes, running around. Um, I guess that helps me when I especially play in the outfield when the ball comes down. I uh, try to spy to be as quick as Rav <laughs> in the outfield, but I can always be try to get second to that. Um, but also someone I try to uh, f- like base my game off on someone in our club, Connor Breed. He's an animal out on the field as well, so um, he's been big, a good motivation, I suppose, to try just keep. He, that guy doesn't stop running. Um, yeah. he, he'll be like um, <coughs> Forrest. He'll just keep running. You tell him to keep running. He'll just he won't stop. So um, yeah, I guess that's why. I, I take fitness pretty important. Um, but yeah, 
Do you almost wish that Rav didn't have the gloves so you could have Yukon or Broden and Rav just patrolling the field <laughs> everywhere? Uh, it would be amazing. Um, uh, yeah, it, it would be pretty good to have like all three of in that aspect as well. I'm sure that might happen throughout the season where Rav um, gives the gloves over to someone else. Um, if Shapers comes through as well, potentially that yeah, could be a shout. Sure. But um, yeah. Well, that ties in. Uh, Tyler Seigert writes oh. in. He said, how is he so freakish in the field? Um, he then laments that if only I could move like that. So. Um, I guess, again, I suppose it's, yeah, I just try to take my fitness seriously. I, 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 yeah, just train for that kind of thing. I'm not naturally gifted in that aspect. I've, I've tried to, like, um, build up where I can um, from gym work and all that kind of stuff because you should have seen me a few years ago. You would be in... It was a bit different story. I know a lot of the boys listening to this podcast, they would know um, I used to have the worst balance. I used to always fall over just over anything and I used to get mugged off for it. Um, so <laughs> I was pretty average in that aspect. But um, yeah, so I think it was just a lot of hard work. A lot of influence from my older brother as well. He um, got me into the gym one, only a few years ago, to be honest. And um, I've kind of reaped the rewards in my like um, jumping abilities and sprint abilities and just Stamina, I suppose. Very nice. Uh, this one comes a question from just a listener of the the podcast. Oh, uh, just anonymous. Yeah, just oh. uh, Ethan, his name is. Is um, it? He, he's, you sort of already have answered this, but he wanted to know why he joined the Kenwood Cricket Club, but it's mainly just because of your mates, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. It's getting back into cricket, yeah, yep. pretty much. Uh, and it's another one from, from Paddy here. He says, um, how do you deal with the FIFO and cricket combination? Yeah, it is tough. I think, like... Once I, when I took the offer of Fife, I knew that I was going to miss out on a lot of things such as events. And I, at the time, I didn't know it was going to be cricket as well. Um, I, I do get in trouble sometimes at work when my supervisor comes and I've got my cricket on my big screen. Just so I'm, <laughs> I'm chilling out there, just refreshing it every other like five minutes. But um, yeah, no, I think everyone knows that Like I would sometimes take, if I need, especially for finals, come through. And if we get in that position, I would be taking leave off. So um, everyone at work kind of understands my passion for it as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, it is hard with FIFO, but um, yeah, and I kind of feel I feel bad in the sense that I'm only, especially for the two day games, I only get to offer myself for the A or the B. It makes I, I'm sure the captains um, Chooks definitely let me know about it. It's, it's a bit of a a bit of a pain in the ass for them. So um, yeah, nah, it is a bit frustrating at that end, but um, yeah, nah. Hopefully down the end, down the line, sorry, um, I'll be transitioning away from FIFO lifestyle and play more cricket definitely will be yep. the plan happy days uh, good personal friend of the show um, yet to be on but good personal friend of the show uh, Dinesh Morthy writes in he's got he's got a couple of questions <laughs> for you oh, no. um, he said uh, could you ask him how his relationship with vodka is uh, specifically the first time he had it oh okay um, yeah so it was um, I was not 18 at the time so not a great start and um yeah it's actually a couple of boys um Vidit as well was uh he's uh, hasn't played for us but um he does come around sometimes to watch the games but he yeah, was with those two boys Dinny and um Vidit and um went out first time first year uni and um yeah essentially I never had vodka in my life before um so I had a couple of shots worth in the glass and had it I was like it's not that bad, hey, right? And then I um, <laughs> did that three or four times, so I was probably seven, eight shots worth in. And just bear in mind, I'd never had drunk a lot, and I was a frame of like 58, 60 kilos. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can already see where this is going. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't end too well. Um, I, I always apologise to Dinny because of um, family, friends, I'm pretty sure that I was with at the time. And I actually... Um, yacked in their car on the way to the event <laughs> oh, no. um but the worst thing after was um i got dragged i was underage and i've got asian parents as well so i got dragged when they dropped me back to my house my parents and my brother had to drag me into the house and um yeah it was a pretty rough scalding days a week yeah um <laughs> it wasn't even scolding it was actually just it was even worse they were just disappointed in the silent treatment so oh, i was like the silent rough treatment. i lost my wallet as well so then the next morning um oh, no. my dad asked dinny as well to come with me and it was probably dinny would probably attest to this but it was probably one of the worst um drives i've ever had in the car period just dead silence just <laughs> didn't want to be there yep. poor dinny was dragged into it as well but um 
yeah, thanks, Denny, for the question. The, um, the old you're dead to me. Yeah, um, not mm. a good experience. One more from Denny, and this one I found, I found I actually had to do a little bit of follow-up on this one with him, just a little bit of back and forth. Um, he says, this is a controversial one, uh, dunking chips into a beer, yay or nay? So, um, yay. Um, for me, it's... People, what people dunk their chips into a um, soft serve, right? Like it's standard. I I did it. I don't I haven't done it recently, and I'm I did, had a phase where I do it. I did it when I went with Dinny to Japan. I did it there, and I had to just back and forth. I'm like, no, you've got to try it. Kind of just works in that sense. For me, I don't mind the flavor, but I'm definitely in the minority in that sense. But yeah, um, look, I'm not going to openly do it, um, <laughs> but um, I I don't mind it. Um, it's actually. It kind of works, but you don't want it too much. Otherwise, the saltiness will kind of affect the beer if you keep dunking the chips yeah. into the beer. So you only do it for a couple. I've never, I've never done it, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't judge it. But on on the surface, that does seem rather obscure. Yeah, nah, same response by the normal person, to be honest. Uh, question here uh, from Damon. Uh, he wants to know when the Tour de Fridge is coming back. Ah uh, yes, I think this is this is be a great opportunity actually a segue for or I'll say all listeners, but um, <laughs> I was just the Queen Vic boys um, and girls if they came yeah. to you. Oh, make sure they're over eighteen. <laughs> but um, it's it's like a tour de fridge. Essentially, um, a few of us live quite close to each other, so if no one knows what tour de fridge is, it's basically you ride from one person's house to another person's house, and at each house you have an alcohol-related game. So at my house, I've got a pretty old clothesline. Um, it's the one that rotates around. So um, Aguna Fortune is the kind of um, game we do. So you literally clothesline, oh, sorry, put a peg up a uh, goon bag on the clothesline, you spin it, whoever it lands, and that's the person that drinks oh, wow. it. So it's literally bringing your first, like, 18-year-old memories back. Um, but it's always a good time, usually around... Um, oh, we'll definitely have to try tee it up. We usually do end of Jan, early Feb. It used to be an Australia Day thing, but... Um, just kind of how it kind of pans out now with everyone having a busy schedule. Um, we'll try to do it during summer, late summer. But it, it's a great one-day event where usually no one remembers what happens. But it's good fun. <laughs> and me and Kemp and the athletes, we are love riding, riding bikes. Yeah, it's not like a long ride. It's probably <laughs> oh, like no. 10 minutes, not even. It's like a couple of Ks. We don't make oh, it too long. Go. It's just the to break it up, I suppose. Oh, mate. I could do 10 Ks easy. I mean, last yeah. time we lost Pat, poor guy. Um, um, I think his tire was gone. Everyone's like, where's he gone? And he came like half an hour later just... Just trudging along just with his bike, it. yeah. Well, the uh, the fines day we lost Pat at the the Riverton Bar and Grill. He was in the car park asleep. Yeah, he, um, I'll probably save that for him to go on um, <laughs> another time. But he, yeah. <laughs> uh, another question here from from Damon. He asks um, if he has any tips for backpacking in Europe from your travels. Um, yeah, definitely. I had a chat with him before about this, but definitely solo backpacking is it's huge. Like you get to do your own thing when you want. Um, especially if you're going um, single as well. Um, it's pretty useful <laughs> as well. Um, just going to hostels and everyone's there for a good time. Um, so, yeah, just essentially put yourself out there because it was the first time I had um, travelled by myself as well when I did it in 2018, 2019. So, uh, yeah, so it was great fun um, and just be open. I'm, I'm not the biggest extrovert, so as an introvert, it kind of forced me to meet people um, out there, but... Um, everyone's kind of the same boat trying to meet people as well so it's kind of easy to make mates and I still actually keep in touch with a couple of them here and there um, so no it's a great time would highly recommend right even on. if you're not single you can still do it <laughs> but um, yeah Stephen uh, Angad writes in <clears throat> he asked me to ask you if there are any women in your life <laughs> funny you mentioned that um, last, I guess with FIFO it's pretty tough I suppose with like making sure um, I have I talk to people here and there but at the moment currently not really I mean I'm talking um, I suppose but um, nothing set in so nothing serious just because I'm they're gonna understand I suppose I'm not there half a year um, but yeah I guess long story short I am talking to someone but not like um, anything like serious at the moment it just yeah well he said that you would say no um, <laughs> so then he asked me to ask you about a certain Saturday night adventure you recently had <laughs> <laughs> this man's been thrown under the bus. Yeah, I, I, he kind of set me up there. But um, I guess that's the person that I'm talking to at the moment. So, um, yeah, um, just after cricket day, just um, didn't do the triple C. What's the, you know, the triple C? Like the circuit. Oh, yeah. Century circuit chop. No, nah, I didn't do that. I didn't even get the century. So I was off, off the cards. But, um, yeah, yeah no, nah, I just 
hung out with uh, a few of the blokes and they took me out to um, someone's birthday and then yeah met someone there that I was talking to a while back just nothing serious but yeah just got along and then one thing led to another but no it was um, fair enough yeah in line with that um, uh, Abby Menon writes oh, in um, he said uh, how was your chop on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen so I can't can't um, can't um, elaborate more on that but yeah uh, jumping over to another one here from Paddy uh, City is struggling a bit with the bat before the 50 so what helped you get over that um, yeah, good question. I, I guess for me, it's having a game plan. Um, it's something that I think it's pretty important for myself and how I play. Um, I'm not the biggest hitter, so I'm more trying to find the gaps hit along the ground where I can. I got caught, fair enough. But um, it, it's just more having a game plan. And that aspect is just trying to keep as mentally... It's hard because you want to play a lot of the shots, especially with um, Fisher, the opening ball for Wilson bowling. You, you, really tempting just to go for that cover drive. But... Um, early stages you don't want to expose your your middle order and your, your chatties i guess because that's what you can do um if you get through those like best 20 overs of them getting tired and all that they start bringing their not top bowlers in i suppose and then that's where you make your run so the runs will come i suppose but i guess it's just having that mentality that you're in that position to have that role i suppose so in that aspect is just focusing on that and having that game plan all right this is what my role is to bat out as much as i could um and yeah, and just set up the team for success. So I guess that's the mentality I've been trying to have. Um, didn't have much of a pre-season, so that was why I was probably struggling initially. But um, yeah, I've been trying to come to the nets wherever I can, at least twice, uh, once a week at least. Um, yeah. So now nah, that's definitely helped. Uh, Renul asks, uh, how long did it take you to grow your dirty mind? It's actually been here for a while. It was actually a bit of a joke when I was at work. I was, it was there from last year june july and um i kind of looked like someone that was going to be on the news for being the next pedophile kind of thing <laughs> so i was like maybe i should probably take this off but um as a joke i was like no no i'll keep it on and then i just started like i don't like, i don't mind this it, i yeah. i'm not getting id'd anymore and like I'm not, <laughs> it's, it's good and um yeah I, i'd seen pictures of me with that and i'm like oh a little bit baby face so i think it's here to stay for the time being yeah yep, very nice mm. um so abby had a had a few more questions um he says uh what does being a ripstick in cricket mean <laughs> okay that's that's a um this is goes back a while ago so i don't know if you guys use a term like rip as in something goes wrong like, oh rip oh like, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. so um in in uni i for some reason i just made it longer and just said rip sticks that was my like go-to instead of saying rip and then i everyone else just kind of caught on during that phase so a few of the boys especially in that team kind of no, that's where that's from. But it's literally, long story short, it was just another way of saying rip. So if you do a rip stick in cricket, I suppose it's just like you've cooked it. No, oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, he then rather self-indulgently asks, uh, "Do you wish that you had Arby's on and off drive?" He does have a pretty sexy on drive. I think he has one of the. I think he has the club's best on drive that I've seen. Wow. Um, when he gets it right. It is pretty good. The only issue is that he stares at it for too long, and you tell him to start running. But um, yeah, he, it and when he gets it right, it can it can go. So, nah, his yeah, his drives are pretty good. Um, yeah, I guess if that's what he wanted. But in all seriousness, um, nah, it is a very nice on drive. Uh, Connor Breed has two questions here. Um, he'd like a first hand recount of Chatty's tongue. Yeah, I guess initially it, it was good. I, I I think this is the first time. I batted with Chatty because even last season when I was in fourth, I never batted with him. So it was good um, in the sense that he kept me my head down as well. Even though I was out there for a while, he kind of kept me in place as well, which is in a good way. So um, he was good and he took his time to initially get in there. There was a couple of times where he was a bit frustrated, I suppose, when he didn't pierce the gap. But I said, it's a 75 over game, we've got plenty of time. And then after a while, I think he started playing much better after I actually got out so I think he took the helm there and just um, he was like he's the most experienced out there has faced the most balls and yeah from there he just didn't look back and um, he he just played really well he, d- he didn't play silly cricket he played um, some good cricket so um, had um, props to that guy I, I think that's his highest score ever as well yeah. so um, nah 
amazing effort. Well, fortunately, you guys got it all on camera, so we had to have a look at it. So. Yeah, so I think because it was a bit drizzly and a bit windy here and there, so um, we moved the camera like to where we we're scoring. So yeah. you'd probably get a fair few people walking past the camera. So hopefully not through any important shots or anything. I sort think of Chatty that. will take whatever you've got. I yeah, we're pretty happy to have it. I'm yeah. sure we'll share it on my socials and all of that. And just, yeah. The yeah. allegation is that it was chanceless. Now that we have the footage, we actually need to review it. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard Chatty say, and a few of the other boys actually said, oh, yeah, he didn't give any chances. Okay, well, let's so, let's review the footage. Yeah. Let's have a go. Um, Connor Breed's other question was, he wanted an expose of your finds so far this season. Um, yeah, I can drag Connor down with me with this one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've both been exposed. Because like, fines, for those who don't know, it's just... Basically, you just get a dollar. Um, after the game, we can sit around and just have a dollar for whatever um, you do wrong during the game or just whatever you're wearing or whatever you do. So, for example, myself and Connor got um, asked to take our shirts off to see her the best rig in the team <laughs> during the fine session. And we both got dollar, even though it was going to be only the top one. But just as an example. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it, you don't know. Um, basically, you just got to play it smart. But for me... Just the dirtiest mo. I think it's the most common reoccurring <laughs> one for me. Um, yeah, I, I guess there's a couple other ones here and there. Not, I can't think of the top of my head. But um, usually I cook it myself myself in the fine session if I say something stupid. Um, I just get that uh, done on, on me. Tax on, tax on, I tax. guess another one. Um, yeah, that was pretty stupid. I didn't realise I was many out for umpiring a couple of weeks ago um, and I had to run on the field a bit late. I was like, oh, we were rotating out and I just cooked it and I was on a bit late there so I got dollared for that oh, um, I got dollared on square leg when Chatty like smashed the square drive and I was like oh, I'm out of the way another square leg umpire and um, it hit something oh, I hit the turf and I think it a decent amount of revs so he kind of came toward me and I kind of flung myself out of the way the boys in the um, the um, boundary gave me a, a round of applause but apparently I got a dollar for doing a weird dance to try to get out of the way of the ball so <laughs> did you get out of the way? yeah I did well, that's all that matters yeah I stopped I, I, it was a four so I, I didn't stop um, the runs there so um, yeah you can get a dollar for anything <laughs> to be honest but yeah all for a good cause oh for sure nah definitely uh, do you have any more Stephen? I do actually <clears throat> um this is quite a well thought out question, um, I'd suggest. Um, so Sean Ingram writes in: <clears throat> Vep is a great cricketer, a fantastic bloke, and an extremely handsome young man with a tremendous rig. I often find myself staring into his deep, beautiful eyes, attached to that neat, heartwarming smile, and I wonder to myself: there must be something wrong with this bloke. So my question is: What are you hiding? <laughs> because you can't be this well-rounded of a person and not have secrets. Or am I just insecure in myself, which forces me to find weakness in others to make me feel better about myself? Wow. Chooked. I don't know what's going on there, mate. But, jeez, um, I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I just remember this when he started mentioning it, the first thing that came back to um, my mind was their grand final podcast when um, Chatty was on here and um, Chooks and Gucci's comments um, about uh, wanting to eat a particular part of my oh, uh, thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the first <laughs> thing I caught up there with Chook. But, um, oh, mate, I, oh, am I hiding anything? I, I don't know, mate. Um, I'll, I'll try to, I'll keep, I'll, to be honest, though, I try to keep as open as I can, especially when I get to know bunch of blokes um especially in this field like i hang out with you guys probably more than my mates i used to hang out with and you not just because i have to but i yeah. want to um <laughs> it, it's for that kind of general sense so i i wouldn't like to say i'm out of hiding anything that but yeah <laughs> read into it or however you will um chook but yeah. would you would you care to comment on um the fact that he's maybe just insecure in himself nah man he's he's <laughs> having a laugh to be honest he's he's a good bloke he uh, i think Honestly, he, he when I first joined in as well, um, especially in that first fourth grade game where we Damo and I filled in, he was one of the first people I actually remember. Um, Chook was really good. He came up had a kind of had a light laugh as well as well. Um, he's been he was good from the day one for me. So I always got pretty comfortable with him and Arch as well. They were great and yourself, Kempi too. So and I guess that just yeah, he's just been Chook. You know, you know Chook. Yeah, shit bloke. Anyway, <laughs> next question. No, that's that's oh, yeah, uh, no. that's that's it from the ones that I had written in. 
Uh, well, let's jump into the name game because uh, this is a very prominent part of the podcast. Now, you, you've listened a fair bit, Vep. Do you know know what the name game's all about? No, I actually don't know what the name games are. Am I, is this something that comes up often? Yeah, it, it is usually in each podcast. So basically, we're going to give you a game that you played. It could be either Boo or another game, depending how we're feeling. And we're oh, yeah, see if the debut name, game. By name know, yeah. 11. Uh, we have gone with the debut game, uh, which was in fourth grade. And I thought that'd be a bit niche because it would have been a bunch of blokes that you probably didn't really know too well at the time. It was against uh, Hilton Bicton. Do you reckon you can, can list it off? 11 I don't goals? know. I won't get all of them because I don't think I've... I, met, I think there's a couple of people and they correct me if I'm wrong that I probably have never played with again in that team. <laughs> probably. Um, but I think I can get a decent amount. I just remember... One thing I remember from that game, being up stream, I think the only reason why we won that game... Um, not the only reason, but a big reason was um, Hilton gave like was our highest score for us. They gave us so many extras. Yeah, <laughs> I just remembered we were like in trouble, but they just kept bowling wides, and I was like, we'll take it. But, Interesting um, to note that they the guy who scored all their runs that day made eighty odd, like really good bat. Played bees on the weekend. Some of bees. Jeez, wow. I don't even remember that eighty. Must only be yeah. available one week, huh? That's the hope because we got Hilton this week. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, he should be um, playing a lot higher. I think I was spot on. There were there were forty nine extras that game. Forty nine from them. Jeez, oh, yeah. that's probably the highest score then for our Yeah, team, I then. think so. Comfortably, <laughs> we'll take that. Um, I can give it a go. Yeah, give it um, a crap. Jeez. So obviously, you know yourself. So you got one. Yeah, yeah, a Damon definitely because I see game down. Two. Um, I'm gonna try to go batting order because I think that's the easiest way to remember. Camp you opened. I remember that. I was there. Three, yep. Till? Yep, that's four. Till kept that game, allegedly, according to my cricket. No, it was not. Yeah, Campy, didn't think so. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez. Was Al playing that game? Al Martin. Al always loves a late start to the season. No, round wasn't one, it? Al definitely. He rolls in about round three. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, definitely played. Chatty definitely played. I remember yep. the reason why is because I took a catch and then he just he was just shook how I caught it just because I, just, I didn't jump that high, but I just jumped and took it and he just didn't shut up about it. I was like, <laughs> thanks, taking, mate. Blokes taking catches, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you're, you're at five, so six more. There's um, one here that he just definitely won't get. Yeah. Maybe two. Um, Chook played. I remember yep. that. Oh, Arch, Arch played too. Seven. Um, cheese? Yeah, yep. eight. Yeah. Uh, the last three are very tough. Two extremely tough. One you could get. Have I played? Oh, oh, to this point, I don't know. There was actually, actually going back on memory, there was a guy that was... I don't know if he... He was, like, top five batsman. Oh, fuck. He had, like, a bound, a couple of boundaries or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think you're right. on, the, on, the, on the way And there. I was like, this guy was good. And then I didn't see him ever again. Like, <laughs> I didn't ever see him <laughs> ever again. We're thinking of the same person. That's his, that's his niche, isn't it? Mm. Like, m- mysterious individual. Mm. No, but I, I wouldn't have a name. Sorry. Right, we'll go through the last three. One of them... It was actually his last game for the club. Ryan Sherini mm. uh, opened the bowl in his left armour. And he, oh uh, wow! Yeah, yeah, played pretty regularly, but after that, like hurt his arm, and now he's going to come under. So, ah, true. Um, the other one who you might might have been thinking of was Deshaun Rakavanchi. Uh, made I think he made twenty odd that day, just about. Made eight, 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 eight of the go. best. There you go. Uh, and the final one, sheep, Sean Collingwood. Oh, sheep, true. <laughs> yeah, I forgot sheep. A mysterious yeah. individual, mm. or a space cadet. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you did manage to just get the win. Uh, it looked very, very much like you weren't going to for a lot there, and then you, you rallied late to get. I the remember win. we cl- clawed it back with the bowling. I yeah. think that was huge because it wasn't the strongest um, target. I think batting wise, yeah. I think we'll they were reigning premiers. Hilton, I think yeah. they were. Yeah. yeah, but no match for our boy Farm and Warman. Oh, yeah, he was a five for thirty-three. I think Colby was also very good with the ball late. I think two for fourteen off yeah. eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Not a bad effort from you there, considering it was a while back. 
I'll take it. I was only, I mean, it was only last year, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah. He's a played lot of fi- different guys, though. It, yeah, but yeah, true, true. He's played 15 games. Yeah. We didn't have a big sample size to pick from, That's did true. We? That's true. true. Uh, now, I've got some extra questions, and you can just delve in with any questions that yeah. you might have. Um, one I always like to ask, and Steve, we get quite angry at this and like hit something. Yeah, he's not happy already. Um, You're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at home and you're like, oh, I'm going to cook a stir fry, would you go with rice or with noodles? Oh, it depends how I'm feeling, to be honest. Ah, jeez. Because I rarely have at home rice, but noodles, I wouldn't say no to either. I guess it's how I'm feeling, but rice is probably predominantly the way I'd go, yeah. Yep, fair enough. By its very definition. Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Now, let's say that you've been, you're going away to a deserted island and you can only take one member of the Kenwick Cricket Club with you to, to help you or whatever you need. Who, who do you well, think you'd well, take with you? For whatever reason, yeah, for whatever yeah. purpose. Can I say none? Or no? You can <laughs> no, no, that's rough. No. You're all shit blokes. <laughs> um, oh, geez, that's a tough one. Um, I think I'll... Oh, jeez. I feel like Angap for some reason. I think he's got like, good leadership skills. Yeah. So he'd say he would just like. I know there's only two of us on the island, but he, I think if I would panic, he would be like someone that he displays <laughs> some decent leadership skills as well. Was like in the team as well, kind of helps us all in like cricket sense as well. But um, he does even outside cricket has that kind of leadership sense about him. But I think yeah, probably that or close second would be like Dinny. Dinny actually is. When he's not drinking, he's street smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually street smart as well. So, yeah, probably those two. Or probably Anga. Yeah, I'll probably yep. just edge Anga then. I think we need to start tallying this because I think at the moment, from my memory, I reckon Chatty's probably in yeah. the lead. Yeah. yeah right. We should start tallying it. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a fair shout. My, yeah, just I always thought Chatty would help me survive. Yeah, Chatty's the a most very, important thing. Yeah, yeah true. Because I could like name, you know, like 10 other blokes and we'd fucking have a cracker of a time, but we'd be <laughs> fucking <laughs> dead. <laughs> Um, favorite favorite chip flavor? Do you have a? Oh, jeez, chips. Um, oh, sour cream and onion has to be. Oh, oh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, not bad, not bad. Um, now let's say you you've come back for the the grand final, and Shans come up to you and go, mate, like, I need you to step up here and pump up the boys with the, the a song before the game. What song do you reckon you'd you'd go with? Or like if it's a pump up song, yeah. probably a bit of like. Pendulum, I think, with yeah. witchcraft or something, okay. some sort of that. But um, yeah, something to get the boys rallying for sure. Yeah. What about favorite movies? Do you have a favorite movie or a couple? Or? I'm not a big movie guy, but like probably a couple of thrillers, like in the lines of like Inception, Shutter Island, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. So you're a big Leo fan? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But even the, I think more director sense, Christopher Nolan, current uh, Tarantino. Um, yeah. Yep. What about what about cricketers when you're growing up? What, who were your favourite cricketers? Were you an Australia fan or were you... Um, I guess I've been a bit hit and miss. Like, yeah, I, I did support Australia. My number one team was Sri Lanka just because yeah, of my heritage. Of um, so I guess my number one, like, idol was Sangakara. Uh, I just loved the way he went about it. His cover drive was Fuck, something yeah. to die for. So, um, and one of the best keepers in the world as well So at the time. So, no. Nah. And aesthetically very pleasing. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I'm, I'm probably quite close to out there. Do you have any other questions you want to ask about? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what's your favourite emoji? Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'm not a man of emojis, to be honest. I just, oh, if I had to... Gun to oh. your head. I don't know, laughing emoji? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I just like, yeah, just like, yeah. But I'm not a man of emojis, to be honest. I've, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I use emojis, but I don't, I don't. If you ask me my favorite one, I'll be like, oh, I don't really have a favorite. I probably use too many of them randomly. Yeah. yeah, you just like whatever comes is what what comes out. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I'll say it's probably the one that I've used the most, which isn't even that much. Um, so there are some kind of funny ones though, but um, yeah, I don't <laughs> really delve into. Now you, you you're a bit of an AFL fan as well. Who do you go for? West Coast. Oh yeah, um, cool. 2018. How's oh, that? Yeah, that's great. Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. What about favourite footballers uh, growing up? Because you said you played a bit of footy. Yeah, I guess for me it was Juddy. I yeah. suppose growing up until he went to the Blues. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, 
Chuddy is something else. Even Cousins as well. Yeah. Those guys around him. Was that midfield for West Coast during that period of time was was huge. So, How long do you think uh, we'll, we'll see you playing cricket for? Do you think there'll be a point where you hang it up or can we expect you for 24 more years? 24 more yeah, years? Just, oh, just, just a casual 24. Jeez. No pressure, he's got a contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, completely honest, I want to do it. I don't have an end date. I, I want to keep playing where I can. I, I think last... Forever. Or, <laughs> yeah, look, uh, uh, until my body... Yeah, I literally want to see until my body calls on it like and if anything occurs like down the line requiring maybe potentially moving for work or that but in the foreseeable future i don't even have an end day i, I want to keep playing i want to get keep getting better i think there's still uh i haven't reached my ceiling yet, or i hope i haven't but um the only way to find out is to keep playing and see how it goes you you strike me as a, a bit of a deep thinker so in in that vein then what's the best piece of advice you've ever received um Dad always was probably the biggest incident for me. He'd always um, kind of just tell me, like, just if anything goes wrong, just kind of f- just forget about it and just go to the next thing. Like, if stuff happens, shit happens. You've just got to drop it and then just worry about the next thing, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I guess it's just, yeah, it's just trying to keep your head up, when, even in the lowest situations, especially in cricket, I suppose, it's quite pivotal, I suppose, with um, you're not always going to have... In being in the winning position, um, boys, uh, their heads do drop, and that's that, that does happen. I guess it's just being the one to try, kind of finding that voice again. So, I, I like to try to be one of the most vocal when I can on the field, um, because that energy, people like thrive off that. The bowlers do as well, and other fielders as well, and it, you kind of see it in the field as well. So, yeah, I guess just keeping your head up I think um, that was what I've been brought up and that's just not just applicable just to cricket I guess it's all aspects of life to be honest mm. Mm. it's a solid answer it's a solid answer uh, what about in terms of obviously you're playing two day cricket at the moment uh, 11A being do you have a favourite format you like to play would you prefer to, to play one day so you could play a whole game or are you happy playing 11AB obviously yeah. you don't really have a choice at the moment yeah that's right but I definitely do um, I guess want to try get that again bowling i suppose and then because in this aspect um i've kind of am being chosen as a batter at the moment so um don't have the opportunity to field or bowl so um yeah ideally uh, one day is like i like to get it get the result there and then but two days is a different format kind of actually suits me better especially in the batting aspect because yeah. i mentioned i'm not like Hundred plus strike rate player, um, and obviously there's a chance the toss could go wrong when you're there as well, and you end up bowling anyway. Yeah, I mean it's happened twice, and both times we've gone <laughs> the right way. Yeah. Um, but I guess um, Shahan, um, he kind of already like counters for that, so he, you know, he will probably know better than myself, obviously being captain. But he's eleven MB. If it doesn't go right, the toss on day one, he would already have that eleven B sorted, even if it does go wrong. So. Mm kind of have someone that can do both um yeah. but yeah uh what about Sheehan obviously he sort of captain I guess a bit a little bit of the back half of last year how, how do you think he's going as a captain honestly like he's he's good um I guess he really is someone I'm quite new I'm supposed still captaining I mean started halfway through last year but he's been good as well and I guess he has a really good support group around him as well so when people if he has any questions or he wants any input i suppose um he can always ask i guess a bit more experience you got the angats rabs and all that they have a couple of things as well that will help out in a sense but he's been great as well i mean getting i guess the results show i guess with the fielding um bowling um he has some good pep talks as well i really pump us up before the games as well um and honestly his leadership's top notch i do rate the guys our captain and um it's only going to get better because he's still learning the craft. So, no, nah, he's been great for that fourth grade side. Who do you think has the best chat in the field in that team? Um, on the field, Pinto does like um, a bit yeah. of a dig. Um, the opposition is pretty good. I don't want to tout myself too much, but I like to um, have a bit of a go um, at the opposition as well. Um, <laughs> which is a shame because I'm not here for half the time now with the fielding. But, um, yeah, and I think one thing especially with Shehan as well, kind of linking back to that, he really wants everyone to get involved as well. So everyone's chat's pretty good um, in the field. But if you're talking about 
chat you probably want to hear, wouldn't want to hear as a batsman. I think Pinto is probably up there, Richard Pinto, for sure. Obviously, we're not interviewing you, Stephen, but what about in sixth grade? Who, who, who so far has struck you as good chat in the field? Doing the best chat? Yeah. Oh, it's probably it's probably Chucky. I think he's leading from the front there. That's that, good. In that regard. You, um, need, you need good chat in the field. It gets too flat. Yeah, definitely. And... Um, like I, I sort of, I, I try a little bit myself. I just, I just like to ask the blokes random questions. Like I turned to Mitch Brinley the other day and I just said, "Who's, who's your favourite band that we haven't thought of in a long time? Like, what's the, what's the best song that I haven't thought of in a long time that you've been listening to?" And he said, "Timber" by Pitbull. Uh, no, he, he oh. didn't. He started talking to me about bands that I've never heard of, and I said, <laughs> "Okay, I need, I need it to be something that I've heard of." Um, yeah, no, the chat's chat's been pretty reasonable. Actually. I think that was a bit of a problem in the bees last year. The chat wasn't wasn't great. There wasn't a, a lot of guys getting the word out, but the voice was a lot, a lot better this year. Yeah. The disappointing not to have Dill Clements anymore. His chat was phenomenal. Yeah, what yeah. sort of what sort of band does he bring to the table? Oh, a lot of lot of good jokes. There was a lot of laughing, um, and just provided a lot of energy, especially with his movement in the field and talk. Mm. So nice. Yeah, take that back to Midland, Guildford, your dog. Although um, now that I think about it, um, young Josh Cons. Yeah, uh, because it's nice. like he's new to cricket. Um, last last round, he he said, "Let's send these bales to Wales." When you South Wales <laughs> something like that, and then that's, <laughs> that's when like pulls away. He's like, "What the fuck did he just say?" <laughs> Make sure um, if you if you Amarn continues to play on that sixth grade side, getting his ear to talk because he does not shut up in the field in in under sixteen. He was a little bit quiet, but I also you know he's playing. Was, yeah, he's playing with yeah. Very talk, probably one of our best talkers in the 16s. So that yeah, doesn't surprise get his me. Voice yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Likes, yeah, especially when he gets the gloves, he really likes to get in the batsman's ear. Oh yeah, good, yeah. good. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty much out, out of questions. Do you have anything you want to finish up with? I guess we got the wine tour on Sunday. If we get enough numbers, yeah, yeah. Um, look, we've had had a lot of people registering their interest for it, but just not a lot of people confirming that they're actually going to attend. Mm-hmm. So. I guess you're going to hopefully get this episode out. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. See how we go. Just yeah, need boys or to... Or release it next Monday. Yeah, right right <laughs> afterwards, yeah. Um, and I'll be in jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, yeah, need need the buy-in. We're just trying to do these events. I think it'll events. get there. I think it'll get there. Yeah. So, I just whatever whatever the boys want to do, like, we'll organise. We just need the boys to buy in. Well, well I do have the juniors on Sunday, so I'll try and shoot off of that from there early and... Try and try and get on board the bus. Yeah, just one of the parents. Just tell them to figure it out. Yeah, they'll know what to do. Oh yeah, they'll be fine. But, yeah. Uh, look, hopefully they just get a win. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I think we're, we're pretty much done. Here. Unless you have any parting remarks, Stephen, or yourself, Vet. Oh, just thanks, Vet, for yeah. making the time to come in and talk to the boys. Nah, thanks for having me here. It's been a pleasure, and um, yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.